0: Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. We are not conformed by the pattern of this world, but by the renewal of our minds. Now, this morning, I'm here to say to you that we are not transformed through doctrines or disciplines, we are transformed by the presence of God. And the best thing that you can do for your children is to expose them to the glory. You cannot force your children to serve God, but expose them to God. Expose them to gifts. Expose them to tongues. Expose them to the fire of God. Expose them to prophecy. Because when they are exposed to that, it will catch on on them. Amen? I, can, I, I was exposed to tongues at the age of seven, and I can speak in tongues today because I was exposed to that in my life. I want to encourage you to continue to expose your children to the presence of God, to the glory. Now, my greatest concern with the world at this moment, and specifically America as well, is the fact that America and the world is losing its hunger for God. It's very important. I see it all over that people are substituting the glory, the presence with other things. Listen, you can meditate as long as you want to. It's temporary. It it doesn't bring the... it's, It's temporary peace. But when we are in the presence of God, the peace of God transcends, comes upon our lives. And for this conference, I have one desire. I want to see the Holy Spirit move. I want to experience the fire of God, the presence of God. That's what I desire. So I trust that every session from here on, that the presence will increase in this place. That the hunger will increase. Now you may say we need more of the Holy Spirit. We don't need more of the Holy Spirit. it has been poured out already. We need a greater hunger. Because I can give you the perfect meal. If you're not hungry or don't have an appetite, it won't mean anything to you. So I pray that a hunger will be deposited. And I pray for that this morning. That a hunger, that there's a hunger, unquenchable, uncontrollable hunger that will come upon you for God that when His Spirit is being poured out during this conference, that you'll be able to receive and contain what He is giving and releasing. Amen? Amen? The encounters with the Holy Spirit should not become less. It should become more and greater. If we still speak about the encounters that we had in the year 2000, it's because the Holy Spirit or your spiritual life has become stagnant. So something has happened. What has happened? Now, when the encounters become lesser, it means that the Holy Spirit has been grieved. He's standing aside. And therefore, it's important for us to have that hunger, that desire to say, Holy Spirit, the same hunger that I had for you the first day when I got saved is the same hunger that I want today. And to say, I need you, not, not the same way, but more than I needed you in the beginning of my walk with you. I've got a great appetite to receive from you. I'm hungry For a touch from your Holy Spirit. Now, it is important for us to be familiar with the Holy Spirit. We need to be exposed, we need to grow up with the Holy Spirit. But when something familiar becomes too familiar, it becomes unfamiliar. And that's what's happening in the world today with the Holy Spirit, as people have come become so familiar with the Holy Spirit that it's become unfamiliar. They don't recognise, they don't see a move of God. And so during this conference, I want you to become familiar with the Holy Spirit, that you, that you would walk with Him, feel, with, feel Him, see Him, experience Him during this conference, that He would touch you during this conference in a way that has never touched you before. I'm excited for the things that He's done in my life up until now, but I want more. I don't want to remain the same. I don't want to be in the same place. I pray for an appetite for you to say, Holy Spirit, I want more of you in this season. Amen? So, I want to encourage you. I want to share a word with you. And it's a word that, it's a prophetic word that the Lord has shared with me for this year, 2019. And I'm sharing this wherever I go and I'm speaking it. So, as I'm teaching the word. I want you to know it's prophecy. It's a prophetic word that's going out this morning. And I want you to hear, even though it's with teaching, I want you to hear the word, the prophetic word that comes forth for this season and this moment of your life to help you to impart it at this moment. I want you to read with me the book of 2 Kings, chapter 2, verse 9. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this conference. Lord, the theme, the future is now. Father, I believe that you, Lord, have chosen, Father, this theme. And Lord, I pray that you would come during this conference and you would touch your people in a way they've never been touched before. Father, I pray for every speaker, every session, every word. I declare that the word has been prepared, the soil has been prepared, this place has been prepared, Father, for, for us to receive your word for this season. Thank you, God, that this is a new season for One Course Church. It's a new day. It's a new season of changes that's about to happen within this church, within this ministry. Something new is about to break forth. I declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. 2 Kings chapter 2 verse 9 says, When they crossed Elijah, said to Elisha, Tell me what can I do for you before I'm taken from you? says, let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. Elijah replied, you've asked a difficult thing, Elijah said, yet if you see me when I'm taken from you, it will be yours, otherwise not. I want you to understand when we look at the scripture, what is happening between the two of him. um, He sees something that's upon his life and he says, I want double what you have. And then he responds, he says, you've asked for a difficult thing because if you've asked me for what I have, I can give it to you. But you've asked for double of that. And only God can give that to you. And then he's saying, well, if you are with me when I'm taken from you, you will receive that. I want you to understand this scenario that it means that even though he's serving him, he's walking with him, he's part of his ministry, he's part of that church for 30 years of his life. And let's say he quits the last week of that 30 years and he's taken from him. Even though he served for 29 years and 11 months and 3 weeks, he will still miss it, right? Because it's not there with him at that moment. And so the word that I want to share with you this morning is that in this season, God is assigning you to someone and there's people that's being assigned to you in this season. Now God can use angels. He can use anyone that He wants or anything He wants to use, but God is relational. He still uses people. And this morning, I want to ask you a question. The question is, who is God assigning you to in this season? It is impossible to be everywhere. I've, I've tried to be everywhere, and the more you try to be everywhere, you realize you are nowhere. And it's important to identify in this season where do you have to be. When you go onto YouTube, there's enough information there to keep you busy 24 hours a day. Yet even though with all that information, it still does not bring transformation. And in this season, there's so many things that's happening around you and it's impossible to be everywhere. And the truth is that those 5,000 friends that you have on Facebook, when you go through a difficult time in your life, they are not going to show up. They're going to give you a share and a like. That's it. They don't care what you post. They're going to like it. You may say, I'm having a great day. They're going to like it. You're going to say, I'm I'm suicidal today. They're going to like it. They don't care. But the people God has placed around you in this season is the people that will walk with you during this time. This is the people that will show up. And so I'm asking you a question this morning. Number one. Who's God assigning you to in this season? Now, in the natural, you're being assigned to someone. In in the spirit, you're being assigned to someone. Obviously, in the natural, you're being assigned to your husband or wife. You're connected to that marriage. God is assigning you to them in the natural. But in the spirit, God is assigning you to someone. Jesus was not assigned to everyone. He was assigned to the twelve. So he made himself available to the twelve. He was committed to them. He taught them. He spent most of his time pouring into those people. So in this season, God is assigning you to someone, and that person is carrying your double portion. And I want you to identify for this season, who is God assigning you to? And the reason for that is that this year, in this season, that relationship or relationships That is a priority in your life at this moment. That is the phone calls that you take. That is the people you spend time with. That is the the people that you make sure that you connect with that relationship. Now, these relationships are often sacrificial. So, it's not the most easy relationships in your life. But it's the people that God is assigning you to in this season. I want you to understand that they're carrying something. It's not about the person. They're carrying something. They're carrying a key. The double portion to the next season or the breakthrough in your life, and God has connected you with them for a season. Amen. Then, secondly, who is God assigning to you in this season? This is people that God is placing around you, and in this season, it's important to make yourself available to those people. You can't make yourself available to everyone, you can't be at every barbecue, you can't attend every function, but it's important to make sure. That you make yourself available to those people because God has assigned them to you. And in this season, you have to walk with them for what God is doing. Amen? So I want to ask you two questions and I want you to think about it after this meeting. Who's God assigning you to in this season? Who are you walking with in this season of your life? It can be more than one person. In the natural, it is husband, wife, but in the spirit, it is a pastor, it's a mentor, it's a coach, it's someone that you are being assigned to in this season of your life. And secondly, I want you to identify who God is assigning to you It's people that God is placing in your life and He's assigning them to you. Now, when you identify this, it'll make it easy for you to know where to show up and where to be in this season of your life. Suddenly, all the distractions, all the noises, all the invitations, you know... What to take and not to take. I've made the mistake in the past where I've went to nations and to places where God has not sent me. And I've placed myself in difficult circumstances. It was never the will of God. But because I did not recognize where God is sending me or where He wants me to be in this season. And as I started to identify that, it's become easy. Because suddenly I know what to say yes for and what to say no for because I know who I'm being assigned to in this season. Amen? Now, there's a Holy Spirit that's being assigned to you in this season. He's committed to you. He's loyal to you. He's going to be there 24 hours a day in this season. I want you to read with me in Romans 8, verse 26 to 27. It says, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. There's a Holy Spirit that's interceding for us. He's been assigned to you in this season, this time of your life. I remember a time back in South Africa where I walked on our farm. And as I walked on the farm, suddenly the Holy Spirit impressed it on me to pray. Immediately I thought, I wonder if there's something wrong uh, But I just started to pray in tongues for a couple of minutes until it lifted. A week later, I was invited to a meeting, I arrived at the meeting, and there's a lady in South Africa, she dresses or buys clothing for our president and members of parliament. And uh, so she invited me to her home, I arrived there, and as I walked into her living room, here's the president seated and all the parliament members. So she says to me, I've invited you to this meeting tonight to come and minister to them. Suddenly, I become anxious. I said to her, listen, give me five minutes. I have to prepare myself for this. And I walked outside. Now, you need to know in South Africa, even though we have a president, he's seen as a king. Our president has power and authority. He cannot be persecuted anyway. At this moment right now, he's got over 900 Um, cases against him but he cannot be persecuted because he's a king okay so he has the power to put me in jail if I say the wrong thing just because he feels like it so I'm walking up and down the parking and I'm praying in tongues I say Lord you have to give me a word you have to prepare me I don't want to get in trouble but I still want to be truthful to your word so I'm walking in the parking praying in tongues pressing in and God speaks to me He says Andre what are you doing I say God I'm preparing my spirit to go into this meeting and to minister to these, these members. And God says, Andre, do you remember a week ago when my spirit came upon you and I told you to pray on the farm? I said, yes. He said, Andre, it was for tonight. I prepared you in advance for the things that is coming. Wow. Suddenly a boldness came upon me, and I knew that I was ready for this meeting. Even though I didn't know about it, It was not scheduled in my diary. It was scheduled in the Holy Spirit's diary. And He's been assigned to me. He has prepared me to go into this place and to deliver the Word. So, But I'm walking in the park and I'm praying. I say, God, why am I praying there now? He says, this is for next week. Don't worry, you'll see what will (laughs) happen. But suddenly I could go into that meeting with confidence. Because I know I'm ready. The Spirit has prepared me. So I want you to know in this season that the Holy Spirit has been assigned to you. And He's preparing you for things to come. There's meetings that's about to happen next week that you don't even know about. But He's been preparing you. You're sitting here on Sunday and He's putting the Word inside you. You don't know what to do with this Word. You'll know in a couple of days because He's preparing you for what is to come. And He's being assigned to you, committed to you. He's not just praying soft prayers. I mean, when you go to bed... He's interceding for you with wordless groans. He's calling out to God, pressing in on your behalf, pressing in, praying for you. Holy Spirit prayers, pressing in for what is to come. Now, whether you're in ministry here this morning or whether you're in business, the Holy Spirit has been assigned to you. He's preparing you to go into meetings that you are unqualified for, that you're not prepared for, that you're not ready for, to go into those meetings and have godly wisdom and have wisdom. Godly wisdom in those meetings, to be able to speak of things that you don't even know about, because you've got the spirit of God with you. Now, being filled with the Holy Spirit is an unfair advantage, because He prepares us on a level that the beyond earthly or worldly knowledge or wisdom, that is what He has access to. And this is what I'm trusting for during this conference. We're going to pray that the Holy Spirit will be poured out at every meeting, every meeting. We pray that He will come and touch you and empower you. And on Wednesday night, I'm excited for where we're going, but we're going to pray that you'll be re-fired, that He will stir up the flame again within you, even though those that passion has died out, that God will put back the fire, back that passion in you to serve Him, back that hunger for Him in your life. Amen? Amen. Let's pray together. Thank you, Father, for Your Word. Thank you, Lord, for this conference again. God, I'm excited to see what you're about to do during this conference. Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor. Holy Spirit, come and do what only you can do. Come and touch people. Come and refine them. Come and stir up a hunger in them. Father, I pray right now that you would reveal to people who they are assigned to in this season and who is assigned to them, Lord. Father, they will know... Who is the people that they ought to walk with in this season? I pray for that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. A couple of weeks before I left South Africa, I went to a city called Kimberley in South Africa. First time I ministered in the city. It's a city where, in South Africa, it's got the biggest diamond mine. It's where all our diamonds comes from. And uh, as I ministered in the city, so I mean, everyone in that city works at that mine. Everyone, if you ask them, what do they do? They work at that diamond mine. <laughs> so they took me for a tour during the time there. And as I went on this tour, getting all this information about diamonds, the, the guy who led the tour said something. He said, at one stage, as we looked at all these diamonds, he said, only diamonds can cut diamonds. Glass cannot cut diamonds. There's people in your life that has absolutely no effect upon you. I want to encourage you to surround yourself with diamond cutters, with people that have an effect upon you, people that you have an effect on. Stop wasting your time with people that has not effect. I'm not talking about pushing people away. I'm talking about growing into the next place that you need to be. Amen. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.